I've been lighting off right off the top, so I'm going to do that this time as well. This do you, Are we at the point where when you listen to this podcast, you're singing along with the intro? Yeah, let us know. Like, do you, are you like, we get high? Like, are you mouthing, we get high and we do stuff? Because I just did that. So now I'm wondering if anyone else is doing that. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I did that. I mean, I am the one doing that, so I've been doing that. Well, yeah, you're the originator, so yeah. it makes sense. It's not, like, really impressive that the originator does it. <laughs> well, thanks so much for that. <laughs> I mean, it's impressive that you made it up. It's impressive that it came from you. But then after that, it's like, is it a jingle unless people are, like, singing along with it? Thank you for putting that in perspective for me. So we're smoking up some, uh, is it pink unicorn, I believe? I Yeah, this is all you. You had a nice long chat with the weed guy today. Yeah, shout out Bud Mobile, good peeps. And uh, man, I got uh, some beautiful runts. I got... Which is a cross between... Skittles and gelato. Which is a sought after situation. It tastes so good. So good. It's like a bag of candy. <coughs> and um I did that and uh tossed in What some, is pink unicorns? Like real? Like I don't even know. Like I think some of the so and this is like the the high end ones, like the the highest end ones. Little pre roll, that's cute. Nice pre roll, yeah. Thank who you. Who smokes pre rolls? Who's rolling their own stuff and who smokes pre rolls? I'm a big pre roller. I think we're pretty balanced, but I'm not passing the joint. It's so funny. She's like, but she started talking. Usually, like the other will smoke while the other talks. But I never, saying. I never understood joint hoggers until I became one. Yeah, because you kind of just you're not finished with it yet. Yeah, you just want to hang on to it while you're having this lovely conversation. Joint hogger. Are you a joint hogger? Enjoying your jogger suit. I can't think of anything to rhyme with that. It's so funny. Rhyming is so interesting. There's an improv game where you rhyme. We made one up when we were in an improv troupe together too, didn't we? Yeah, we made a lot of games up. And it's like, wow, I can do this pretty easily unless it's expected of me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, rhyming is fun. I mean, I definitely got to the point where I'm professional rhymer now i can do it as i've expected of me but i know that pressure yeah i understand that pressure yo it's a it's a balance of masculine and feminine energy going on in your head oh totally <coughs> well that's what flow is mm -hmm. you had a nice day today where you where you turn your day around there was some profound magic in the beginning of your day already yeah i um I woke up a grumpy Gus again. Grumpy Gus. And this is pretty normal for me in the winter time. Like I, I do have a, a challenging time transitioning. Um, but Everyone still does. it doesn't feel great. So I woke up at like nine and then um, 
I meditated and it was all fine, but it was, you know, one of those days where you're like, ah, everything's fine and I feel a little lost. It's like a six. And I took Ralph for a walk and I was just like, this can't be it. Like, this can't be how I Live spend now. my day. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. How I spend my day, but also how I spend my life. Like, days add up to your entire life. So, like, if you're w- always Bars. waking up, like grumpy I'm like, I was just like finally I was like I can't what's going on so I got curious about how I was feeling um and it really just started with like is this a bout of depression like what's what am I dealing with like I got curious about how I was feeling and then through the years I've um you know I've learned some tools that can help me climb up that emotional ladder and uh what I s- were the accumulative tools that helped you today what what were your tactic what okay your so tools? the f- yeah the first thing was like just calling myself out like what's going on that was number one tool because i could have just not done that and gone ahead with my day and done uh, things a lot differently and uh i wouldn't guaranteed wouldn't have been as happy as i was today totally Um, so being curious about what you're thinking and feeling, I think is an important daily check-in. And then, um, Abraham Hicks has given us the tool of focus wheels. So give her a pause on the focus wheel so she can hit that focus wheels. We've talked about them before. I think we've had a whole episode kind of based loosely around them, but essentially they're a thing where you start with kind of what you'd like to intend your intended manifestation and writing that down in the middle (coughs) and then step by step going around the wheel and eight slices around that thing literally write that thing down in the middle draw a circle around it then draw a bigger circle around that and cut it into eight slices and i think in abraham's focus wheel there's there's a statement at the end of it that there's one more circle around the small circle that has your statement in it and just like a dartboard's uh sub bullseye like the green one Mm -hmm. you write in there your final statement after so winnie's today taking it back was um so in the center of my focus wheel it was feel good that was that's my intention that is my goal is just to feel good nothing less nothing more such a good pure intention <laughs> yeah such a and, fair request well and i wasn't i think is the is the it's is what the you needed it's, it's what like you I wasn't actually feeling needed good and so i wanted to yeah. um and you know i was stuck there for a moment it's like how do i feel good when i don't feel good um but the first statement that i made on my focus wheel was i know i have the ability to feel good Oh, brilliant. Yes. So that was like I could I could really get on board with that because I do feel good a lot of the time. <laughs> mm. um, and so I was like, yeah, for sure. I know that I have the ability to feel good. And you just continue to make statements that are half steps up from the previous statements that just feel a little bit better. Baby and steps. Um, I got to a place in my focus wheel where I was appreciating something and that actually uh, inspired me to move into some journaling. So the focus wheel led me to, I didn't finish the focus wheel like Abraham teaches actually. It led me to 
um, some journaling of appreciation and things that like I really in that moment really could feel that I appreciate mm. because I know that I appreciate you. I know that I appreciate Ralph. Like I know that, but when I'm not feeling it, yeah, it's like, there's no point in me saying it because I'm, I'm not feeling it because I'm out of alignment. Yeah. So I really was, um, you know, like looking around, I was uh, sitting and looking around in our space and I was trying to be truthful about what I could uh, actually appreciate and i didn't lie i think that's one of the biggest things that like helped me today is that i never tried to force a better feeling thought that didn't feel easy why do you think some people lie or why have you lied in the past because i because i didn't want to do the work i just wanted to go from feeling good bad to feeling good so, so i then, i would force you know affirmations that didn't actually feel right in my body it's say it's saying you're a billionaire when you have mi minus 500 dollars in your bank account so it's hard to make that jump from from 1 to 7 or 1 to 10 yeah so what was different in your approach today that you you now that you've had these years of learning underneath your belt and what what did you use instead instead of trying what did you do well it took a little bit longer it wasn't it wasn't right out like some some days when i'm f in <coughs> pure alignment and i wake up just on like what we would call the right side of the bed i can be like i am grateful for evan i'm grateful for my space i'm grateful for this i'm grateful yeah, for that. it just like happens it pours easier out of you i agree yeah um and so when you're not in that place and you're you're trying to get there i think you just have to be uh you just have to take a little bit more time to like you got to be patient with i was yourself. sitting in in our room like in our living room at the table writing my journal and i would just look up and i would just look at things and i looked at ralph a, a lot and i smiled at him and i know that i love him but it wasn't coming to me like it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't that clicking. sentence of like i'm grateful for ralph wasn't working so wow. i didn't use that good and i use things that i really felt could uh, that i could get what to that emotional place can you share or no um, is that too private uh is it like what is it my tongue game is there's it what's <laughs> i'm just kidding that's always top <laughs> in the top five what were they today um there was i don't remember to be totally honest okay that's one cool. of them was like a biking they me, weren't even sure. that like heavily significant that they no stuck it was with just you. in that moment it wasn't that i was, was like oh yeah like so you I gotta think be selfish it, i think one was biking biking Good. and biking um i did write biking down with, with you but you got to write. So you have to be like truly selfish, like to what feels good, like eat the cheese. Yeah. Like you really like. have to follow what feels <laughs> good. And yeah, that's going to look potentially selfish to you or someone else from the or outside just looking in. But not like, what you think your like structured discipline should be. Sometimes it's like just being that little satisfied baby. Mm -hmm. like in in your own self and like and, and taking and that's really good y you've you've uh you've come so far in that way of giving yourself what you need congrats that's thank awesome. you yeah Don't. so then that led um that gratitude of appreciation um led to something else like it was it just i just kept following what felt natural it didn't feel like it was hard to jump from one thought to another it was like oh now i'm here now i'm here 
and um and I ended up pulling some tarot cards at one point. Oh yeah, that, and they like, spilled out at you even another me one. Amazing, like just amazing messages. And then you start to build this momentum where you're like, okay, I can, like, you get from this miserable place to this place of hopefulness. And then if you tap in to your own resources and just listen to what your body and your mind and your soul needs. Um, mm. and follow that, then like the answers will be given to you and the answers kept. And it's not just one answer. It's like th it was a continuous and gradual over the course of, I think, three hours. This this took um, of me just sort of. So you were tuned in, tapped in, listening steady for three hours. I was. I, will, I was probably... You were allowing made, things to flow into each other. Yeah, I made you. the decision. I wrote down, I know I have the ability to feel good. So that's taken um, practice. Like a two and a half hours prior to getting back to a place where I, I was like, fuck, it's a restart. I restarted the day <laughs> because I did. I got I there. I love the I, day restarts. Yeah. It can so happen. But you did all this before noon, before I woke up. Yeah. So <laughs> around when I actually, the craziest thing was um, I came out of my last meditation where I I opened my eyes and I was like, I'm back, baby. Like, I'm, I am here. Like, I, I did it. Um, and and, like and Evan woke up that in that moment, <laughs> which moment. I was like, I'm grateful for the time I had to work that out for myself. And that's important to do it yourself, isn't it? It is. It's, it's, it is you know, important. it's sometimes it's, and, and when after, when I told Evan about it, probably like an hour after you woke up, because I was too fresh out of it that I didn't want to talk about it. Well, it's um, tough because you risk, uh, especially you risk not knowing where I am at in alignment. And then even though I was great, I was had great today. Like it was a perfect day to even talk about it before I even meditated. It was great. But like, yeah, you risk slipping back into it if you talk about it too early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because you've, it's the momentum, right? So you, yeah, if exactly. you slip back into that momentum that you're used to being in, then that can, you know, grasp and take hold fairly quickly. Yeah. So fuck, that was great. And we discussed it and we talked about aligning our energies and just like, yeah, I, I had things circulating in my being. I did like a wandering meditation today and that's like, I definitely, so I did like, it was a 22 minute meditation and like, so I always give myself like say five minutes for sure between five to 10 minutes just to like be nothingness in space just to like sit there like best I can and try not to have any thoughts linked to identity uh and if they do come just like let them go like let them pass through your head and then but um I was just like wondering and I was just like feeling and working out some energy uh places in my body your body holds on to uh frequency staples like like little statements in time uh, that are like a, a linked to energy reactions that, that you hold together as an identity. So your memory of something that happened as a kid that you've always told yourself, I can get through anything I've been through blank. You know, you're so attached to that idea of yourself through that memory that you're constantly accessing a frequency like in time, space, reality slash not <laughs> so uh 
I was very self-aware in my meditation today to just kind of like let my base frequency be what it is and like observe it. And I collapsed a lot of my like teachers slash enemies today like into each other. And I had a, a euphoric profound moment where I realized that they're all me <laughs> and that I am them. I've been doing a lot of rabbit hole falling into of like intergalactic, interdimensional alien species, reptilians, bird people, stuff like this lately. And it's really put me back on team human because uh, sometimes you can forget to be on team human. Like there's a feline species like don't like don't think that we're the only thing in this universe. That's hilarious. Like it's so funny to think that. Like an earth is just like a big fucking orgy. And that's great. I don't want to go too far in that. I don't go too far in that, but I'm saying <laughs> that in my meditation, when I was just doing this wandering thing and this kind of like profound, like healing is what it was. It was happening in my meditation. I was allowing it because I was feeling good, even though I, I <clears throat> kind of, you know, you don't picture these people, but you have a memory recall about how it made you feel. Just like really good experiences, just like really great memories. You, everything plays into each other. It's a whole scenario. Everything has to be. And that's why you know you manifest it because it's perfect to teach you. And if you're holding on to it, that's your choice. <laughs> like, so it's, you know, you got to learn from them. But I was going through this profound healing and Winnie was like in her wonderful alignment, like doing yoga. She decided to do a uh, Bikram by herself as I meditated. And she apparently had a loving thought about me and as i was going through this profound learning of mine as soon as that happened that that little point of energy that i was my my, my wandering meditation was dealing with it like just kind of burst and my heart opened <laughs> And I smiled so deeply. Yeah. I and then was, Winnie, you take it from the other side. Yeah. So I was, I had started my yoga practice and it starts with like a five minute ish, five, eight minute breathing exercise. And I really got like, he had gone into the, his meditation and I had, well, I was playing frequencies and I was really getting into just like enjoying breath like I wasn't focused on anyone else so uh, the start of my yoga practice was really individual while we were sharing a space I really felt like I was just connecting with myself in the mirror that we have in our living room um, and for whatever reason like when I was probably about 12 15 minutes in to class I like thought of Evan lovingly and I like looked over at him and like almost immediately it was within a second um if not like a couple milliseconds uh, he like just went from this serene meditative face to like smiling huge and giggling <laughs> and I was like oh that's so interesting because I was inspired to look over there in that moment when I hadn't been yet. Like all I had seen was myself. And she was feeling love and like kind of sent that message of thought like into the quantum. So 
it's like cause and effect nature versus nurture in that moment by Winnie sending me love or feeling good or being there with me in that love did she give me did she send me the courage to like look at these you know supposable foes in my head as just the children of God like the rest of us like a fucking flower on a plant like you know like this this purity of love like did that or was I experiencing it and my, my brightness captivated Winnie and drew her in like which one yeah. <laughs> you know or both maybe working together in the harmony of everything yeah but it well was we really dope. have worked together today yeah we, we've theme. been working together dude and we've had our tiffs lately but we've still stuck working together. Yeah, I know. We've been a little bratty to each other. Yeah, it's very funny and cute. We're like kind of like kids like when we beef like <laughs> yeah. in, in the house. Like, <laughs> We're totally like kids. And like, no, but <laughs> I yelled and it was the sweetest thing. Something happened where I was mad. And then when he was like, I'll, I'll do something to fix it. And I was like, no, <laughs> it was so cute. <laughs> I was I can't describe how so sweet pissed. it was because you could tell <laughs> my eyes widened. <laughs> you could tell that <laughs> he wanted to like scream profanities or like hit a wall or something. But like I've done in the past, been, like working on that for so long. I don't want to break that. His <laughs> you could see it was his being being <laughs> like we need to expel some energy right now. <laughs> That's so why he, kids like, do that. He like. Yeah, he like made fists with his hands. <laughs> and I was sitting, it didn't, we have like a, a corner shaped couch, an alley unit, and I was sitting with my feet out. Like, so I was yeah. sitting on my butt, yeah. like butt to heel, foot up, like a kid, and yeah. sitting up, and I <laughs> leaned over angrily. <laughs> Fists together, <laughs> eyes wide and mouth like like body so tense. <laughs> so funny, like a kid. And you just like the no lasted for like longer than maybe someone would ever yell no for. <laughs> Anyone. So it was like that pitch and how long the no was. It was just like, oh man, that was cute. <laughs> I just wanted to be like, really good job, like good job. That was a nice way to express your anger. Like that, that, that way, I think that there's nothing wrong with anger, but I think that when we start to learn how to work with, uh, our emotions, we know how, like what the best way or the best way at that time might be to express it. I think it's important to express it, but if you're aware of how it's you're the worst when you, f when you feel like you're being judged for getting angry. And like that happens so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's yeah. So you just when you find ways like I stood by that. No, I know. Like, and that I felt good to like when you don't take it so far, like essentially I call it like relapse. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like it's like, you know, when an alcoholic has an addiction, they like fall off the wagon, they relapse, they do it again. It's like, fuck. You got to start again. It's like I made it six months without a drink. Well, that's good. You're going to fall off next time. Make it eight months. And like that's a theory. I've just been telling myself with the anger burst where I like hit myself. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like don't take it there. Like like stop doing that. Like, yeah. And I heard that voice 
this time when I was totally in that realm, I was so pissed. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I was like, I was just disappointed, pissed, like everything was just bursting at once. Like when it, all the fire alarms go off in my head, and I just want to like burn everything down. I'm just like, fuck, it's not worth it this time. This isn't big enough. Yeah. Like, you know, like if you're going to do that, save it for something where, I don't know. It feels well, like I it's think more at this worthy. point, yeah, and that might be like a lot for you now, because what's what's worth sacrificing your good your good vibration? Good vibration and my good face. Yeah, like what what is <laughs> truly though? What's worth sacrificing that? Like, yeah, I love it. I realize that I am I am loving me more. It definitely has to do with the balance of uh you know my feminine and masculine energy like in my being for sure having that patience with self it's been nice it's way easier actually it just takes more uh grit sometimes actually in the moment it takes grit well, yeah, because you could you could let loose and like let that right that, like, like the tough guy who freaks out is actually really just like a gritless pussy, like he's just like has no self control, like you know there's no actual grit, there's nothing and there's nothing sustainable or helpful about that type of anger either, because those are the type of cowards to run away when it really counts, <laughs> like you know, so it's like to have the grit to actually stand by a mental i uh, an ideal is powerful yeah you've been more aggressive lately i know <laughs> it's been fun and to see when you get more aggressive i said that I, I i just find it so i find law of attraction so interesting as it folds out in front of, of course. me like i said I posted something on my Instagram probably like 2 weeks ago now that was essentially um it was a post talking about how women have like kept their voice um, lower and they've fucked that be because if you're, you know, a woman in a boardroom that is passionate about something, it's, they're like you're a not bitch. viewed as passion. It's viewed as aggressive and rude and all sorts Pushy. of things. So, but if I a think, man does it, it's like, oh, he's ambitious. Or, yeah, exactly. Or like, yeah, that's fucked up. I know. There's a weird double standard that we're changing. We're trying to reinvent that as humans. But yeah, I feel you. Yeah, for sure. And um, so I just reposted that because I found it interesting. And then underneath it, I said. I'm still working on being comfortable with anger because it's just not something that I feel very often. I've stifled it so much to the point that I don't feel anger. I skip straight to sadness usually. Like if I, if I start to feel angry and I start to feel that sort of boil within me, it doesn't take long to move to sadness. Ralph's doing the thing. Oh my God, so cute. Um, <laughs> but it's but you've been owning that lately. Pretty, yeah. You're saying ever since that post, you kind of tr you attracted it, it more into yeah, your behavior. I, you called yourself out for it, maybe, yeah. and then you followed through with actually giving it a shot. Yeah, I'll tell you guys, fucking anger kind of looks pretty hot on Win. She like <laughs> I realized why maybe you're not so mad at me for being a hothead all the time. It's kind of hot when you get warm, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's not 
doesn't always feel nice, but you've been expressing adequately in a masculine flavor, I would say for sure. I agree. And I think it's important to explore, you know, all the emotions. Well, as I'm over here being more, yeah, gentle and feminine and forgiving and being patient with myself. <laughs> yeah, I think You're over there taking swings. it's just that we have the ability to be like whole, fulfilled, um, enough for ourselves, human beings, um, just with our own like resources, like with what we have right now here in this moment in this body. So really, I don't know where I was going with this. Just be present because <laughs> we're just making it all up. Yeah, it was, I had a conversation with someone recently who was just, ha is just having a hard time. And there are a lot of people, uh, us included, I think there's challenging times right now, but you could tell that so much of their agony was because they couldn't focus presently. Um, they were stuck they were up so in the what ifs. Far they were in the past in the and, and future. Like it was just mistakes made in the past and dreading, you know, what's to come in the future. And it, it really like. That's the trap right there. It is a trap because it's like. And that's where the news keeps you in shit. Yeah. And, and also like we're, we're told that like talking about our issues is helpful and it's not that it's not i don't want to shit on like going to people for for talk but but honestly you can't con con consciously expect a shift in your reality if you don't shift what you're focusing on you yeah. cannot have the full thought of okay well that's where i find myself with these friends is i'm so far from an enabler like Come to me for advice, come to me for beats, come to me for verses, come to me for fucking style, whatever. But, like, don't come to me for, honestly, like, front-forward sympathy. I'm not that guy. I'm the motivation guy. I'm the Evan coach. Evan will not, and it's a li somet sometimes it's uncomfortable this slightly sometimes. hypocritical sometimes because when you want to complain, like... You just want to complain. Sometimes I want to be heard, but I don't <laughs> give it. No, I do give it to you. Yeah. Yeah. What? I will want to be heard, but I will give you sympathy of listening to you, I guess. You just called me out on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but most of the time you'll be like, I'm not really interested in what you can't do. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what you can do. And that's it. I'll listen to you for and a minute. And that's like pretty then... intense for, for anyone, I think, because that's just not the norm. We talk about the issues, you know? Yeah. And when you were talking to this person recently, you were seeing that like they're just like in a cycle of talking about the things and, that and don't help. I also know that I have like done that. I also know that I've done that. I yep. know that part of what I've gone through over the last, you know, week or so is because of me focusing on a lot of the negatives of COVID that I've never done before. Weird. Yeah. Why so, do you think it took you phase two to do that? I think I 
got caught up in the unfairness of why of was it all. was what was a business or friend or something of yours like affected by it like what was so unfair um it wasn't yeah it wasn't even a personal like it was more it was more like i've heard of or friends of friends or i've seen on and you just sort of like see and hear about this devastation of of places closing and people losing their jobs and all sorts of things <coughs> you got caught in the in the negative wave of info yeah you know what's been a good part of covid can i talk about this for a minute yeah <coughs> people becoming more free because they don't have the option to live the lie i see a lot of people having their van dreams come true tom green for instance is living out in a van just to get free just to wow. go be somewhere and do something and a lot of people myself included, have been inspired to choose other things than your original navigation in this life, which a lot of us were doing just fine on, and we still are. But it's caused us to like try different ways and do different things, and honestly, it's introduced a lot more comfort in some of our processes. I just want to give COVID a shout-out in not COVID specifically, but the way humans have handled COVID in this way in our own personal growth I'm seeing a lot of people, including people who have written me, you know, checking out this podcast or talk to me and they or meet me and say, I fuck with that podcast because y'all are unpacking a lot of shit that I've been thinking about since this whole thing started. And I think that I've never heard so much courage uh, come through because we're all kind of like in a pickle and jam like together and. I don't know why it turned into food, pickle and jam, but pickle and jam. Anyway, well, I, mean, I just want to say good thing, but you're the talking law about of polarity, like it, it as much as oh man, I feel like this statement just rocks so many boats. Please go. Uh, like when we. I always contemplate if we need destruction in order to conceive or create peace we thousand percent do you need the contrast i've been trying to have that theory for so long no we can just live in the light no you need the darkness the balance the contrast the cracking of the seed the expression the pain to make the light about what's the triumph what's the trophy of what it's a journey you know yeah and so without you know, for someone who's going through a really challenging time, if you've lost someone during COVID or just even any type of health things, like to say that this is a launching pad for so much good, it's not cool. You know, it's not cool to say that to those people, but by no means do I like we mean that the devastation isn't oh what am I trying to say it's just the everything happens for a reason 
type mentality is a really tough pill to swallow for some people who are going through fucked up shit. Yeah, but you got to find the salvation in but the, at the, the pain. Go time, through it. You have to go through it. It's like... But you've been given it for a reason. Like, there's so much that's born out of that destruction. That's what it, it feels like to me. Yeah. It feels like... Yeah, like people are going to... Some people are going to change the way they live their lives because of this year. I hope everyone does. I don't think everyone will. I think that most people do. I think that most people have. Maybe you've even shed a few friends. Who knows? Maybe you've gained a few friends. Maybe you've had a profound experience because of a struggle that you were put in. I think a lot of great new inventions are products of overcoming things. Yeah. This human experience is a trip, man. What's your favorite part about it? Love. Do you focus on that the most? Yeah. What are you feeling in your heart? And com- Is it compassion when, when you decide to take things that kind of more grounded negative route that you just did? Like, is it is it is it love overtaking your body or are you being more attracted to the fame, the fear flame? I don't understand the question. So <clears throat> your favorite part about life is love, right? Yes. But when you when when we're just on like <coughs> the story tale about COVID and you decided to like feel embrace those darker emotions. Yeah. Is it compassion leading the way or are you giving into a f- uh, an attractive fear flame? Kind of like, do you, are you deciding to feel the sadness of COVID because like you need to feel those feelings or like, cause that for me, it doesn't feel like love. Cause I'm trying to think like the Abraham version of love, but I imagine for you, you access and express love in a unique way where you have a grounded lower vibration about it. Or what is that? Well, I'm still in contact with people. Um, and this is pr- like a pretty hot topic for people. And I want, my intention is to help people. So wherever I am, whatever job I'm doing, there's an intention of like, what is, what do I think is best for all? (laughs) Which might not always be best for all. Like I'll call myself Yeah, like it seems like outrageous to like take responsibility for anything that isn't yours. But I think when like it's, it is my responsibility to when I'm like constantly staring this concept in the face all day, every day. And I'm listening to stories and I'm listening to people who are having a, a really hard time. I'm listening because they deserve to be heard. Oh, and fuck. I don't know about this one, homie. Yeah, no, they I think do. you're enabling them. Why don't no. you allow them to stop manifesting that in their life by flowing somewhere else with you? Be present with them They're, in this moment. I And you are, but you... But no, in this moment, when someone's buying weed from you or selling weed with you, it doesn't it's matter. It's not only that. Like, I'm talking, like, okay, friends if you're and on family, set, too. If you're on phone with your people, I'm saying anyone at any time that you're with or engaging, 
at any time, all you guys are doing is navigating the cosmos of frequencies, and there's up and there's down, and there's sustaining the one the vibration that you have, and <clears throat> the choice topic. No matter how bad the circumstance can be, if you're in the trenches, if you're in the trenches together, you have to find a way to mentally raise the vibration from where you are. So that's a discipline in itself, hands off, no matter who it is. So it's like, I think it's enabling to let someone drag the vibration down. And I'm a strange creature where I have abruptly cut off people when it's just but, me and them. But you, but you're, <laughs> but here's my argument to that. Oh, I'd love to hear it, please. Because people, I think, are split on this. I have this conversation a lot, and it stirs up a lot of people's emotions. Like, no, you, altruism. And other people are like, no, selfishness. This is such a good combo. <laughs> From where you're standing... You're you're saying that they have enough power, and I don't disagree, to bring your vibration down. But from no, where I think that they standing, have enough power to bring their vibration up. From where <laughs> they're standing, they might be in a place of bringing their vibration up. They might be climbing the emotional scale in that moment. So you are their life ladder. Because there is like <coughs> a level of like blame and like revenge. There is. That's higher. Th those emotions are higher on the scale than shame and guilt. So like if you, if you take the emotional scale and give it to anyone at any given time, who, who knows? I'm just saying that like we that's don't a good, know. That's a fair point in that conversation, the emotional scale. The thing is, is that. That's funny because I vote for confidence on the side of, of, of holding your vibration higher. But you're right. It's, uh, it's such an individual process that you but know. You, can you, I it's just, but here's the thing. We got to get better. Here's just my main converse. Like the topic of this conversation comes down to a single like agreement is like in public we have to agree to stop connecting on negative bullshit. We need to start so, taking responsibility for connecting on optimistic, good, fresh ideas, supportive language, light. Let's connect on light. That's my main component. You you will talk you will out talk me on the compassion every time and you'll get the people's champ win and you'll win the trophy yeah, every yeah, time yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's by my counting cuz I do agree that compassion really does win the longest the marathon it, it wins the long one but i get a lot of work done in the meantime in the short term and i believe in creating winners i have created winners that's my altruistic contribution and i'm not saying i'd go out and take ownership or even say their name every day I, they're out there making more money than me because of some ideas that i gave them and i'm so happy that that happened and they had the balls to get inspired to like catch those waves and i love that and but like you can like but a lot you of people like were, give were on credit all day to all day to sunday but the reality is is like they they had to do that for themselves they had to do it themselves but i'm saying it, it, and they're a great example of taking that initiative to accept like when they were going to be negative on something 
I, I shared another perspective with them and then they chose it and that's the power and then it unleashed that greatness in them. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I'm just saying like, I'm not trying to take all the credit for them exactly. I'm just saying they are a great example of what happens when we decide to connect at like the unanimous vote is let's get off on creating good shit and great shit. And let's just do something great. Yeah, and, and, and I also these, think that these comes creates great like, these moments create great people. And that comes with like um again, like throwing it back to uh fuck <laughs> I forgot. This runs. I know. I'm getting high. What were we just This runs is honestly better than the pink unicorn. I appreciate homie, but like, I I gotta order another half of this. Um, we're talking about uh, <laughs> conventional. I get an idea when Evan's still talking, and I don't want to ever interrupt. But then, but you can. by the time I I get a chance, it's a uh, usually gone. It's Mr. Gonzo. Gonzo. But I did want to just circle back real quickly um, to like the point of what we were talking about just then because I had a point when I went into like because they they deserve to be heard and then we got off topic. Yeah, finish that because hot hot second. I'm sorry, I took it away, but you should get back to that because you're really good because you have some more on that. So my learning after this is that I need to be more aware of when enough is enough for me. Yes. So it's not about changing anyone else. I think that people do need to be heard. And I think that a lot of people are going through it. I don't think you got to tag out. I don't think to, I also, and I'm going to say that I think people do deserve to be heard. And I also think that, you don't need to continue to tell the same story over and over and over again. So I believe that I can hold those two opinions simultaneously. Beautifully um, said. Um, and yeah, so it's about when, when do I say, okay, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. And when do people is, feel heard? When do they eventually get, when do they end up feeling heard? When is enough? Like, you see the true addict in that behavior when you, you realize do, this that is there, there's a little no bit bottom. different. There's a, this is a you're little letting bit different them situation. St- you're letting them use your mind though for a minute because they're just like masturbating their own shitty perspective. No, no, I, I think that you're a, like, I think for whatever reason, like you have an emotional attachment and like it's a little bit triggery for you, but I disagree. I disagree with that statement. <laughs> Dope. I'm so glad that you do. I love that we're different that way. Fuck. I'm. I'm. No, thank you. I can't. I can't even manage a sentence. He's trying to get me to smoke more. These runs are great. <clears throat> I think it's time.
to do the dough. I open to the notes page. <laughs> And it has a poem on it, though. So I'll read that poem. Okay. He who talks doesn't know. He who knows doesn't talk. (laughs) (laughs) That is what Lao Tzu told us in a book of 5,000 words. If he was the one who knew, how could he have been such a blabbermouth? (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem with spiritual teachers. They have to be blabbermouths, but their words are, in the traditional Buddhist metaphor, fingers pointing at the moon. If you watch the finger, you can't see the moon. How meticulous the great master has to be. A monk asked Matsu, why do you teach? Mind is Buddha. Matsu said, to stop a baby from crying. The monk said, when the crying has stopped, what then? Matsu said, then I teach, not mind, not Buddha. The monk said, how about someone who isn't attached to ether? Matsu said, I would tell him, not beings. The monk said, and what if you met a man unattached to all things? What would you tell him? Matsu said, I would just let him experience the great Tao. Ah, dope. Are you saying Matsu? Matsu. Not Latsu? No, it's Matsu in that one. Oh, crazy. Yeah. That was beautiful, but that was so good. It was a blabbermouth, and I was just feeling like, yo, I'm I'm blab. I'm talking some <laughs> shit. So that was perfect for me. That was like a hug from the universe for me. <laughs> but that was good. I love a, I like our conversation. Yeah, I just know it all. That's why. It's because well, I I'm know so it glad all that we have Winnie here who high. knows it all. <laughs> Too high. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Not too high to do a, not too high to do a, not too high to do a. Fun, 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 fact. Dragonflies have been around for 300 million years. Prehistoric dragonflies were much larger and could have a wingspan of two and a half feet. Whoa. Fuck, they're like birds. They're reptilian birds. Yeah, their wings were like this long. That's fucked. I would freak out. A dragonfly, dude. That's That's like a giraffe fly. It's a giraffe fly. That's That's a bird. Dragonflies, though, I've never seen them in real life when they glow. Do dragonflies glow? Don't they? 
Don't dragonflies glow? Fireflies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe dragon dragonflies, the oh, fucking sound of dragonflies. Do is like, dragonflies have all of those wings? Do they have like more? Like yeah, sets they have of two, wings? and then the two, and it fucking freaks me out. They're long, and they, and they have They're blue wild. scales. They're a wild animal. They have like blue scales, Mike. Hey, well, I hope you enjoyed <laughs> my dragonfly fact. I love your dragonfly. This effect. just in, dragonflies yes. glow now. <laughs> guess guess what I learned on discipline studies last time. Um, dragonflies are glow glow creatures now. I think ever since the government started dumping the space fuel in Nevada, okay. the desert dragonflies glow because of space fuel in Nevada. I think this Where is, do the reptilian people live? Tell me. <laughs> I think this is only my second time getting too high on the podcast. Fucking shout out Runtz, homie. No, I actually think it was that unicorn that fucked me up. Runtz mm. brought me back. I was really starting to be like, whoa. Is that what's happening? Oh, it is the pink unicorn. Yeah, I was I was starting to. Because I'm getting sleepy. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I want too. a peanut butter sandwich and watch a movie. Uh, I'm going to fall asleep to a movie now. What was this episode even? It was about fucking life. <laughs> you know the only thing we didn't talk about in this episode? that You know what's funny, guys, is we cut some episodes that were never to be released, and one of them was sex, and we thought we were ready to talk about it, and we dove in, and we were like, whoa! Yes. <laughs> Fuck, that'd be the only thing that this life had everything else in this uh, talking. Actually, you know what? This one was like a good one about like compassion, listening. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure either. We're we'll have to listen to back. <laughs> Anyway, if you got any questions, <laughs> write us on Instagram. I love to hear from you guys. Keep those uh, nude pictures coming to our DMs. Appreciate that. And don't do that. Thank you, though, <laughs> I guess, to well, those who have already done that. But let's stop that from yeah, now. Thanks from so here much. On out. And you know what? I agree. Pubes can be cool, you know. And... Um, They're making a comeback. If there's anything that you feel like, you're like, hey, maybe we want you to talk about this. Pube challenge. I'm just kidding. I'm okay. I'd I'd talk about something that you want to talk about. Yeah, tweet Winnie or I and let us know if you have any, um, like, burning desires of your own in terms of conversational thought and you'd like to hear us kind of snowball on it. Yeah, we could even do, like, a a short Q&A. Yeah, I mean, we'll wh- see. Wh- I'm not married to it. Wh- I don't know. Could we do that by people just tweet you questions? Just tweet us questions. Yeah. To answer on discipline stoner. So yeah. do that. Tweet uh, Winnie Clark at Winnie Clark, W I N N Y C L A R K E. As she laughs into the mic violently. She's like, yeah, but don't really do this, though. I'm like, no, fuck it. Let's do it. No, I was just like falling asleep. Do you guys want to know something? <laughs> I'm writing a screenplay. Okay, I'll uh, I'll see you guys next time. Okay, take care. Discipline, 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 discipline